RPG for You and Me presents Neon Heat, a duet actual play podcast using the Savage Worlds rule set in our custom cyber fantasy setting. Thank you for joining us, and welcome back to Caldonics. Previously on Neon Heat, Athena arrives at Zidal's apartment to find Anji tasked by the alloy to watch Zidal and keep him clean after a poor performance review. She finds that he was using large amounts of glimmer to distort his memories in order to keep Athena and Vi safe from the alloy's data uplink. Athena barters with Anji to get sparing moments alone with him, and Zidal shares information that begins a ticking clock for them. Athena asks Anji for a favor in the form of an alibi and heads out shortly afterwards, with Zidal keeping her company in her mind. We see Athena pulling circles over the city in wide arcs, just wheeling as long as she can talk to him. We catch the tail end of a conversation through the thrumming of her deep blue Cory engines. And then I dumped Phil Nutter and it was great. And Slugstone laughed. <laughs> I wish I could have been there to see it. This sounds really good. I mean, I could show you sometime. Yeah. Maybe not right now, but... I can't do it from here, you know. Oh, shit. Really? I, yeah, so this, uh, it's a link. We can mentally communicate, but I can't really share images, things like that. Gotcha. Well, I, I, I'd really like to do that, you know, when we can get together closer. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll be back in a couple of days, though. So it won't be, it won't be too long. I'll look forward to it. Uh, but I, sh- I gotta go. We've been at this for a little bit, and she's probably gonna check me again soon. Oh, yeah, she fixed up now? Yeah, she finished that. Well, I'll see you later. Stay safe. You too. Thanks huh. for coming by. And, and it's, it's been really good just getting to talk to you. Missed it. I miss you. I miss you. I'll see you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. And you feel the mental connection. She's got a happy little buzz in her chest, but after they say goodbye, she starts to pilot her way towards the parking area outside the elevator and the stairs to the bubble. She's got some work to do, but now with Zidal back in his own brain, (laughs) her starts to wander a little bit. It's one of the only times she actually left Thalaska's cave in the past month. She made a special trip, and it's a conversation she's been tumbling around in her head quite a bit since it happened. Athena looks over at the shard as she passes by it, The vibrant pink and purple lights coming off of it today. Explosions from inside. Everybody having a good time. The scene transitions to the shard glowing a different color from several weeks prior. Less noise coming from inside as the camera ducks on through the roofless coliseum. And we spot Athena and two figures lounging in the stands during practice in the arena. You are conversing with Nemo and Rebexi as there's rehearsal and practice and the grounds crew is maintaining the arena. Attendance is sparse at this point. There are some other people scattered around the stands in small groups and pockets, but there's no entertainment happening right now. So this is really the off hours during the afternoon sometime, maybe even during the week. Would Rebexy have to come in disguise? I don't know what her investment level is in her anonymity. She probably would come in some form of disguise. A long robe with a shawl to mostly obscure her face and her form. She doesn't look like clandestine and out of place. <laughs> right. People she just, just wear shawls sometimes. It's very fashionable. Yeah. And it looks comfortable. Nemo does not go out of his way. This is pretty standard. Athena actually has two arms at this point, but her new one's in a sling to keep the weight off of, you know, the healing wound from the surgery. That's cool. Athena's just jiggling her leg. She's got a lot of nervous energy these days, for obvious reasons. 
she leans back and asks, what, what are we talking about today? You were the one who called us here. I was hoping you would know. Oh, well, that's, yeah, it was Nemo, you know, you had asked me in the tunnels that we thought we should all have a chat, so. Rebexy looks to Nemo with a quirk of her head and says, ah, so this was your idea. He shrugs a heavy shoulder, leaning forward in the stands, his ropey coiled muscles resting on what makes for his knees. I think we need to take stock of our current situation. Perhaps it would be best if we start with any questions you have. And he looks to you, Athena. I am made of questions right now. Is this an Arrow-specific conversation tonight? Is this what we're doing? About the is, is the alloy involved? Like stuff's weird. I never know where to start. I have so many threads, and if I pull one, a whole sweater unravels half the world away, and I don't even find out about it until six months later. And she just keeps rambling. Rebexi and Nemo exchange an inscrutable look between them as you're rambling. Rebexi, she reaches out and puts a hand on your shoulder in sort of a, a calming gesture. I'm good. To just politely interrupt and say. Perhaps it would be best if you asked us any specific questions you have before we move on to other things. Understand that our circumstance, what we are beholden to, she gestures between Nemo and herself, might intersect in some way. What what the fuck is up with Anji? Rebexi leans back on the bench, folds her hands over her lap. Could you be more specific? Why is she killing people indiscriminately? And how are the regulators not finding out about it? I don't believe she's killing people indiscriminately. I don't know. I had a conversation with her and it kind of seems that way. What makes you think it's indiscriminate? Because she doesn't ask questions. She just sees something with, you know, red eyes and she's like, oh, I'm going to go shoot that with my arm now. Well, you've just answered your own question. It's not indiscriminate. She's killing things with red eyes. That's... Targeted, that's focused. I guess it was a poor choice of words, but I think the sentiment was understood. She bobs her head back and forth and says, I don't agree. This is important. You must understand motivations. There is rhyme, there is reason, even if it doesn't seem like it on the surface. You have your own beliefs about what should be done and how things should be handled, but she has specific instructions for how she is to. She made it clear to you that it wasn't her preference or choice. Perhaps she does enjoy her job. I don't know. But what matters is that that is the trigger. She's killing red eyes. But they belong to regular people some of the time. Rebexi offers a small shrug. I don't contest that. Again, I'm not defending her. I'm not saying she's right. I'm saying be clear in understanding why she's killing people or things or what have you. I don't think they're things. No, I don't think so either. I mean, is somebody else doing hits for the alloy for uh, uh, other colors? I don't know. You'll find that our individual resources information is fragmented. It's how it's always been. We have our own directives, our own goals, assignments, I suppose you could say. It's certainly possible that could be the case, but truthfully, I don't know. And I don't think I have a way to find out short of wringing it out of someone. Hmm. Which is, I'm sure you can understand, highly frowned upon. Our community is extremely insular in specific ways about specific things for which we are verboten from compromising. Or dot dot dot, things just implode. It's difficult to explain. Needless to say, it's not something we can do lightly, if at all. Off in the distance, while they're talking, we see a Link who's just going around the stands and vacuuming up trash from the previous night into the air in little cyclones and funneling it into trash bins. Oh, that's really cool. I like that. So Athena's just watching them. Her eyes are tracking the garbage in the air while she's talking. It's one of those while they walk by, even though you know it's not blowing into you, everybody's just in the habit of putting a hand over <laughs> yeah. their mouth to make sure. Even Rebexy. <laughs> Anji said there's something wrong with the alloy. Did she now? She did. And what did she say was wrong with them? Or why did she think there was? 
She said someone had to tell her. She didn't realize it without that little prod, but she didn't give me any specifics. Someone told her that there's something wrong with the alloy. Yeah, I just assumed it was you. It was. Oh. <laughs> but it's sometimes important to see how these dots connect, and rarely beneficial to offer more information than is necessary. At least, that's how it was on the surface. Speaking of the surface, as soon as I bring Isaac back to the city, he's in peril gonna be in danger from Anji, from other people like her, because I assume she's not the only one. How would we know if everybody's directives are secret? Now you understand. Conspiracies within conspiracies. Potentially, or maybe nothing at all, and it's all running circles in our own heads because we're paranoid. Well, I can't leave him in a tunnel. I always liked him, or at least what I knew of him. He's just good. I mean, not maybe, maybe not good. She finger quotes, but... He's earnest. He does what he thinks is right, for good or ill. I wouldn't know anything about that. No, of course not. Not you. No. The men of the Russo line are... Obstinate. Tenacious. Oh, I thought there was going to be a third word on the end there. There are many more words, oh. but not all of them necessary. Could be an asset to you as well as a friend if you find him. If you bring him back to the city, it's very true he could be in danger. I just, couldn't, I just don't know if he's going to want to see me anymore. Well, I certainly can't speak to that, but I'm sure he has mixed feelings. Yeah. Does the name, um... Does Azalea mean anything to either of you? They share a look before turning back to you and they both shake their head. It's not the name I'm familiar with. I'll have to do more digging on that one. I'm going to need to go into the tunnel soon to find Chappie. I know he's down there. What do you want Chappie for? He's just a layabout. I need him because he's working for Olivier, I think. Olivier? Doing what? I don't know. I'd desperately like to find out. Hmm. I mean, like, I get it. You can't keep him in tunnel jail forever because he's just going to keep slipping out of his damn handcuffs. That is unfortunately true. As long as he's just out of the way and keeping out of trouble, that's fine by me, but... That's generally what I understand as well. I've only dealt with him a number of times. He's frustrating, a bit grating. The shithead. Meh. Waves a... What would pass for the back of our hand mm -hmm. is the base of his shield. Oh, smaller gotcha. and triangular. Gotcha. I can certainly get you access into the area around the tunnels. That should not be a problem. Would you be coming in an official capacity or off the record? Probably off the record. He nods. I mean, probably still me, just not on duty, you know? Yes, that's what I meant. I... I don't like what we had to do to Roth. And I know it was my call. But wow, it's just so shitty. He could help. He could be a powerful ally or a terrible foe. I respect the choice that you made in the circumstance, given what it was. Questionable, of course, but such things so often are. Any sort of leadership or decision-making will churn your stomach at some point. Just remember why you did it. Why you made that choice. Because I thought he was going to kill me when he woke up. She shrugs. Self-preservation is of the utmost importance. After all, if you're dead, what's the point? The royal you, not, not you particularly. No, I mean, it's kind of, kind of all the yous. I guess that is the royal you. Roth could break his bonds. It's always possible. It's also impossible to know what exactly Silas did. Yup. Be prepared for treachery. Expect it, even. He's just such a little a skeevy guy, and I get that. But I think he's invested in us as a core. Like, with, without us, he has just himself. That's all he has, so he's in a better position if we're, you know, collaborating. 
Did you tell them about his passenger friend? Uh, Nama would have seen it. He might be in a position where he's all he needs now. But in so much as your designs align, he could also be a powerful ally. Find out what he needs, what he wants, what motivates him, and then twist it, use it, if you want leverage, that is. Trust can be appropriate, when applicable. I d I prefer the straightforward method, talking, rapport, mutual benefit. Just makes everybody feel good. Yes. Everybody needs a chat. Indeed. Rebexy spends much of the time. She doesn't look around around, but you can tell her gaze is drifting and it's on a constant circuit. Checking stuff out. Surveying the area. Nemo is more focused on what's happening down in the arena. There's a pair of people sparring, knocking each other through the tiny slate walls. And then somebody standing nearby who flicks a hand and makes the wall <laughs> suck back into itself and restructure up again. God, I want to punch someone through a wall. She says, just watching them. I think she and Nemo are doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Get back into the ring. Makes you feel better. Hmm? It will make me feel better. Yes. But there's so much to do. There's always so much to do. You must take the time for yourself to pursue what matters to you. If you lose sight, you burn out. There's always a precipice. Has it all been back at work? I haven't really seen anybody since uh, tunnels, except for Poppy, you know. He's been in and out, but much of his time is spent in the field of late. Uh -uh. Do you know what he's working on? If I had to guess, I would say it's a special assignment. That sounds right. Given that there's no further information available in the database that I have easy access to... So easy. <laughs> I would say that... It's either highly classified and under wraps by someone very high up, such as Roth or Silas, or the mission isn't for them primarily. I say mission, I have no idea. I just gotta go talk to Silas. I gotta do that. Yes. But I can't go talk to Silas, and I, I could barely even come here without leaving, you know, a surveillance area, because I, got, I, got, I gotta find people, and I haven't found them. I don't even know where they are. I don't know where they could have gone. As this topic comes up, Rebexy stiffens a little bit more. You mean your grandparents? I just don't know how cagey to be at any point nowadays. Yes. Of course, it's prudent. But here in the Shard, where the energy is much more concentrated, listening devices will be much rarer or would need to be of a special design. She looks up at the sky and just sees some moths fluttering around. She's like, well... I don't think they benefit at all from causing them any serious or permanent harm in the immediate future. Serious harm isn't physical all the time. It's not. Nor is all physical harm serious or long-lasting. That doesn't mean it's not effective. That's a bit of a task and something I will assist with. You guys are sitting up in the stands. The practice bout that is currently underway pauses there is a grinding noise and a slight tremor in the stadium, and we watch the floor itself begin to sink down deeper. Visually, it looks almost like the stands are rising, but it goes down, and several grates ringing the exterior are revealed. Small waterfalls appear, dump the salty water out onto the floor of the arena itself. There are a couple of individuals who walk around and use their abilities to spread that water out over the ground more. Because they can lower it the whole way and get it all flooded for water battles, which oh, yeah. is very cool. I'll be excited to do one of those battles. Do you know why she didn't tell me when she found me on the surface? Because she didn't know why you left, or what you were doing, or what you wanted. And being that she was a rebellious young woman herself at one point in time, she thought... Maybe what you needed was time and space. She could have asked me. Maybe it would have been nice. She could have. She was worried about interfering. So worried about interfering, she sent me a best friend. She brightens a little bit. Expressions and emotions are often difficult to read on Arrow, depending on their body structure and yeah. how they get that across. But there's always... They got tells. There's humanity in the movements. You know, you can, you can tell. 
She got those eyes that can bow up. That's true. She's got so many of them. <laughs> you both needed someone. He was a guide to help you understand the surface. You were something foreign. Not of his tribe, not his family. Someone new. I'm afraid I can't give you much more than that. She wanted to give you a chance to live life your own way and not interfere. She was afraid that influence was what was chafing you. Hmm. And you did quite well for yourself in the long run, so circumstances being what they were. Only had to explode a whole building by accident. Well, sometimes things explode. Sometimes a lot of things explode. Around you? Yes. Around me. Next to you. <laughs> just me. You, where you've just been. Yes, of course. I think it was sweet that she sent a friend to you. How did, how did you guys meet? She looks over at Nemo. Ah. He looks over to Rebecca and says, It's a pretty good segue. She rolls her neck a little bit and says, Yes, I suppose. Ah, we have known each other ever since I was created. She puts a hand on her sternum, mm -hmm. or what would pass for her sternum. Nemo leans in and says, I'm the big man on campus, you know. Uh -huh. I'm the old head. She grunts a sigh. <laughs> we have similar directives, jobs. Were you guys on the surface together? No, quite the opposite, actually. My purpose, my job, was to accompany the expedition to the surface, to watch, to keep my eyes open, to survey the situation, and, when possible, report back. Nemo leans forward and says, My purpose, now, is to watch below. We are watchers. Hmm. Do you know what we watch for? She taps her eyes. He nods. Wow, I'm getting good at this, you guys. <laughs> Years of practice will do that, I'm sure. How long have watchers been necessary? Before this, I was a farmer. Needs change. Times change. As soon as dangerous things began to appear, which is to say, a very long time. For me, at least. I watch below. He points over to her. She watches above. And Ikusi watches here. Or he did. Wait, what? One of our compatriots. Another arrow. His name was Ikusi. Was? Was. He's dead now. I'm sorry. They both nod. He was a good man. And he died fulfilling his function. As well as any of us can tell. When did he die? During the mine collapse several years ago. Mm. Of course, he has a replacement. And it's it all. They nod. Getting better all the time. I have so many puzzle pieces. That one was a corner bit. So everybody's watching. Everybody's watching. So did, did Zidal know about all these eyes? Before all this shit started happening? That seems like an important thing to tell a guy who's supposed to be watching for stuff. It does. I don't think he does or fully understands. But in truth, I don't know. His directive could be different than Akusi's was. I'm sure you know that he's not very old. I put by it together. biological standards. It's different for you guys. In some ways, that's true. That's not me being flippant. I'm just trying to lay out my understanding so I don't put my foot even further in my mouth than I usually do. No, you're correct. The specifics of our creation are closely guarded secrets that not even all of us are fully privy to. But I'm sure you know that what makes Arrow Arrow is the quarry. The first settlers that came here with their fancy robots, their AI, after the power source ran out, electricity or what have you no longer worked, and they discovered that they could harness this volatile substance as a power source. Of course, they tried it, and it worked, and something happened that was more than they thought. 
That is the story of how the first arrow came to be, in a technical sense. Core is what gives us life, it's our fuel, it's our power. Just as water is for you, I'm sure. Someone. God, I need to drink more water. <laughs> she says, looking off into the <laughs> distance. <laughs> but what makes us who we are as individuals is based partially on data and partially on the quarry. It's hard to say exactly, but I don't know the extents. I believe that the alloy has a way to preserve our essence or some piece of it, portions. I, I don't know. I can't be any more specific than that. To recycle or alter, to iterate upon. They shove some other dude in my guy? She they says. Both, they both like turn and blink at you. Did they? I don't know. Is that what you're saying? It's a possibility. Ikusi's purpose was to watch. And if Zidal is his replacement, as we believe he is, it stands to reason that he inherited some of that purpose. To what end, I don't know. To what directive, I don't know. That's a question for the alloy, and one you would be hard-pressed to get answered in any circumstance. Then what am I supposed to do? I can't go... Just talk to the alloy. I'm not an arrow. They're never going to let me in. Who am I? Just some some lady off the street. I don't matter to them. But I can't ask. I can't, uh, I can't ask questions. She holds up a finger and says, It's always worth trying, especially when we run out of other options or possibilities. I, I avoid the alloy as much as I can because... I believe that myself and Nemo are... I meant what I told Anji. I believe that something is wrong with the alloy. I don't know what exactly, but there is a piece missing. A very specific piece. Like, is it is it a like a like a governing body? Like, is it individual folks, or is it like a like a collective of arrow? Like, I know you guys aren't hive mind unless you are and i don't know and i just don't know enough i think to not be insensitive <laughs> <laughs> they exchange another look the alloy is i suppose you could say it's a bit of both individuals with a conglomerate but what does that mean it means they can share ideas and thoughts but they represent different aspects of the whole. With their different opinions and ideas, they can come together to make judgments, decisions. But if a piece is missing, then that means the judgment is flawed. So what piece do you think is missing? Where have their judgments been skewing? It wasn't that hard to see where the weak link in, you know, the city council's chain was, because he's gone now. Rebexy takes a, a very long pause. There's a small group of people that passes you on the stairs as they walk up and out of the arena, and they exchange polite nods with all of you, but don't stop to chat or anything, and she waits until they're gone. One of the members is absent, and has been for several years since the mine collapse. Her name was Dakira. I suppose you could think of her as a sort of arrow inquisitor. She was liaison between the alloy and the city's hierarchy, its political structure. But no one remembers who she is. And there are very few who would know her in the first place. So I'm, I'm just going to lay all this out right here, because it's where it belongs, between friends. Whatever happened to Joel... Happened again a couple years later. I don't know anything about it, but it might have correlated with the mine collapse. I don't have the years, but, like, I can't imagine what else it could be. And nobody remembers anything. You think they're repeating circumstances? It would have to be, but that's, that's, mm. I think that's when they killed Jex, though. And I don't even know who they, they are. I mean, somebody else probably killed Jex don't know why. Bet he doesn't remember. Bet he does remember. He's just lying to me. Mm. 
But Olivier had to have been there. I mean, why else would she be sending all these purple hit squads after him if she didn't want to cover up something they did together? Because I, I don't know. Who has all these goddamn memories? I think the simplest answer is no one does anymore. Like Jex took them all? It could have been Jex. It could have been Dakira for all I know. I hardly know anything about her. There's one other piece that can't be ignored, which is your connection to Olivier, and by extension, perhaps Dakira. Dakira had purple eyes too? Well, she gestures at her own circuitry. But she, so she... Is it the same? Okay, well, here, here's something. Maybe if you guys have been watching, you have more ideas than me. Is what... Was Vi supposed to be an arrow? I don't know. It's a possible leap of logic, but... Where is this coming from? She shrugs. She's happy to be able to shrug with two shoulders again, <laughs> let me tell you. Where's it coming from? Well, it's coming from below... It's coming from here, and it's coming from above. So it isn't all just originating from here? It's up there j just to start? Yeah, what do you mean by it? I don't, I, I mean, I know Cory's everywhere, Cory's everywhere, but where, where, what, what is on the surface that didn't start down here? Because we got green in the water, we got orange in the air. Where's blue? I've never, I mean, well, you guys are right here, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that there's necessarily a modus operandi. It's the only color in the rainbow we're missing right now. They're referred to as the spectrum. Because there's a wide swath, yes, logically, that is a color that could show up. But my point is, they exist on the surface as well. Sometimes. What did you see up there? Power. Struggles. The usual. I meant colors. Ah. This show would be so much harder if Athena was colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds, here and there, from time to time. There can be connection, but it isn't a necessity. It's not isolated to just here, from what I've seen. Many of them were integrated with tribes on the surface. Hmm. Is that what happened with the Troyas? Based on what I've heard so far, that could be possible, but I don't know the full story. Isaac said his brother Garn had green eyes and a bunch of flunkies that just lost themselves with it. Um, and that's why he had to kill him, because he was hurting people. And you see why we watch. I don't think they're inherently evil, but they're like animals sometimes. They can't control themselves. Some can. Some are devious. Like anyone else. But a powder keg. Why is... Why is the yellow working with a Laracorp? <laughs> it's good branding. Color-wise. She gives you a pointed look. Oh no. That's why. One possibility. As I said, it might be coincidence. It might be happenstance. I've never been able to get a good look at Zaxby. Every time, I either forget or it just didn't work. I don't know. The Zadars were always cagey in some respects. Not to be underestimated. They will sacrifice their own if it comes to that. That's how you survive, right? That's how some survive. That's how Not me personally. The genetic line furthers itself. So if you're supposed to be watching up top, why are you back in the city? I mean, I know it's not great up there for Arrow whatsoever. Uh, I actually talked to a mech for like five minutes one time before I realized it wasn't a person. <laughs> and it was super embarrassing. <laughs> I was recalled because I needed to fulfill a vacancy after the mine collapse. For a period of time, at least. Before they could get a new... A new... What, what was that, the job? Watcher. Well, no. What, what, what the, the, the other, the late, the, the lady in the mines, Dakira, you took over her position? No. No? What, what'd you take over? Watcher. Oh, like, till? Until the replacement was 
prepared. Gotcha. So would have made sense to take Dakir's position, only it doesn't exist anymore. Right, because nobody can remember her. Yes. So is there just some kind of internal arrow blight that's just ripping people out of other people's brains? I know very little beyond what you do at this time. I only know our directive is to watch for incursion because they're dangerous and unpredictable. And because if the organics thought that we would become the same as them, or we were connected in any way, that they would kill us all. Or at least, that's the reasoning. It's good reasoning. They both nod silently. Well, I appreciate the trust. Um... You're in deeper than anyone I can think of off the top of my head. <laughs> good. I meant in our world, in what we know. And I don't think I need to be clear, but I will. You don't talk to anyone about this. No. I know I run my mouth sometimes, but generally about dumb shit instead. You are Cressida's granddaughter. Maybe someday I'll tell you some stories. I would love that. I just, I had like a, a day, a full 24-hour period where I was really excited to get to know her better. And then uh, the, the city just kind of exploded and she's gone now. Well, we'll just have to find her and bring her back. There's, they wouldn't still be in the city, would they? I mean, do we know that they got on the train? Do we have an exit manifest? I mean, if I was the one directing it, I would have had them leave legally on the train, so there was a record of it. But I guess I'm not a mastermind. Of course there's record of them leaving the city. I could always look when I'm... I'm not sent. I, I will be escorting my parents out of the city whenever I decide that needs to happen. But God, it's got to be soon because I've got Pavi watching them with me, and I can't. I'm stretched so thin. I just don't know what to do. Start from the bottom. Work your way up. What do you need? Think it through piece by piece. We've been in worse scrapes than this in the past. Your grandmother's a very capable woman. She can look after herself. Your grandfather is intelligent, but often short-sighted and foolish. I would be more concerned about his well-being. Yeah. Emotionally strong, to be sure, but ultimately a weak man. He's doing his best. I don't doubt it. I only doubt that his best will be good enough. And if her safety depends on that. A creak of polymer as she's clenching her hands. Athena pats her. Pats her back there. A, a small jerk of surprise, but then she allows the contact, inclines her head a little bit. Is Gene doing okay? I haven't seen him. He'll get along. He wants to find her as badly as you do. If you plan on going out and about, you need to cover yourself. If you take an official leave of absence... Oh, I'm already well in it. <laughs> Did you establish this with Silas? That's the only other time I've seen him. I went to go ask for a sabbatical, and uh, I left before he said yes, so I assume he did. It would be the least he could do. Yeah. So, Nemo, how'd you meet my grandma? Oh, I, I've never met her in person. Ah. Only by reputation. Good network of folks. Something like that. He looks over at Rebexy. Two different worlds, you know. I'm gonna have to weasel my way back into the mines. I'm not going to stop you. What do you hope to find? Well, I touched the big crystal, and I saw kind of where it got hurt, but Vi also desperately wants to go there. And that makes me more than a, more than a bit suspicious. And I would have just gone there when I was there, you know, a couple weeks back, but Pavi was there too, and I didn't want her to get caught because we had guards on us, and it was just bad. But there's no way it's not locked down now. Probable, but there's always a way, if one is determined enough. Should I just murder Cyril? Should I just take care of that? There would be far-reaching political ramifications. He's their puppet. If you murder him, he could kill your grandmother and Darius. But maybe it's a bluff. Maybe they don't really care about him. Who would they replace him with? Who would they replace him with? I'll tell you who. Balt Bulig, obviously. Shove that man everywhere. <laughs> oh, I don't Sidaris, think... can we get this crystal in yellow? <laughs> no, Balt. 
We can't, she says with a thousand yard stare. Nemo gives you good reactions. <laughs> I think whatever's in the water, Lyresha the green, I think what they what they did to Joel fucked it up. From what I can what I've gathered, it used to be normal, but now it's not not to be trusted. So you think what they did something to it? They might have. I suppose it's possible. I don't really know that much about it. I've probably talked to it more often than most people recently. Probably shouldn't. Nothing ventured, nothing gained, as they say. That's kind of where I'm at with that. I will tell you only to be cautious, and that, of course, volatility and danger is omnipresent. As a possibility, that is to say. I know nothing about this creature. Well, it likes fish. It might not surprise you to learn that I don't go near water much. I mean, why would that surprise me? <laughs> Size. It might be very effective to watch from the canal gondolas. I don't know. It might. They do stuff like mic check tests, either using technology to broadcast it or somebody's own personal abilities because sound is a power that could be used to that end. The announcer box way up high, there's movement that you can see from there. People working the VFX off to one side. A lot of pops and crackles, flashing lights in the air. Somebody duplicates the bout that's happening on the arena floor. So, how do you know that he's Akuzi's replacement? How do you know he's a watcher if you haven't talked to him about anything? I don't know for certain. It's intuition, timing, events lining up. It's a guess, more than anything, but if I were to go and speak to him directly, then it would eventually make its way back to the alloy. But why is that a bad thing? If you guys all have the same job, wouldn't it be better to consolidate your knowledge about what's going on? We don't know that we have the same job anymore. That's what I mean. I know what my directive is. Nemo knows what his directive is. We know what Akusi's directive used to be. But given that we believe something has gone wrong or the judgment is now flawed, you see what I mean? Yeah. We have to be careful how we tread. We are possibly approaching a point where action must be taken, and I think that somehow will involve you, based on where you're situated, things that are happening. I believe you can be trusted, of course, or we wouldn't be sitting here, but the number of individuals that I believe we can empirically trust beyond reasonable doubt is Hello. slim. Yes. So, forgive my paranoia, forgive much of the approach we've taken with caution, and tiptoeing. Listen, you don't have to talk to me about being paranoid about stuff. But you care for him. You understand him to some extent. You have an in. You can find out what we might not be able to, or at least in a different way. I know he would be more inclined to be honest with you or to tell you things than he would us. So this isn't me asking you to be a sleeper double agent with him, <laughs> but you might succeed where we could fail, and our failure if it occurred, could be Catastrophic. dire. Yes. What was Akuzi like? I didn't know him well, personally. I spent most of my time on the surface or dealing with matters pertaining to it. He was quiet and thoughtful, kept to himself, stayed on the peripherals. Hmm. I must confess, my dealings were very similar. We would speak sometimes, work associates, when I was in the city, but they spend much time in the tunnels. My purpose was not to be in the city. Our purpose is not necessarily even to interact with one another. We have our own spheres of influence, domain, and we report back to the alloy, not to one another. We know each other because, well, over time you'll run into people. Certain facts come out. Mm. I'm afraid we weren't great friends with him, so we can't offer much more than this. His job, as far as we know, was to keep an eye on the city, things happening within, the politics. I would recommend speaking with Dakira if she were available, but we don't know what happened to her either, nor do I know much about her, merely that she was a member of the Alloy. I would say the Alloy seems a bit directionless without her. Hmm. Nobody remembers her, but you guys do. Does that mean that something happened when the mine went off? Was it like a an AOE memory wipe for people? 
I mean, a crystal that big, that's a lot of juice you can put out for something like that. Especially uh, if Jex didn't want people to know about stuff. Nemo shrugs and looks at Rebexy. This is more your area than mine. Rebexy sits in thoughtful silence before responding. I don't know. I have never dealt with crystal. I don't know what it's capable of. I know it's our power source, so logically, that much power would allow many things as a psionic. I've never heard of such a thing being done. Just because we've never heard of it being done doesn't mean it's not possible. I mean, that's how Zeev stole everybody. That's how he put the fog all over the city. Yes. Given that I was on the surface and Nemo was in the tunnels, that lends some level of credence to the possibility. I would say that further investigation of the crystal's ability would provide some insight. Hmm. I mean, if Alaricorp set off the mine, what if they just took Takira, too, to the surface as, like, a prisoner? I don't know what... I mean, she might just be dead. Could be. That's... If nobody remembers her, that's for a reason, right? I would expect so. It's entirely possible they could have taken her. To what end, I don't know, but she was a member of the Alloy, so having a member of a political body could, by influence or knowledge they didn't possess it could have been a foothold that was never utilized they could have made her disappear because she was a thorn on their side or found something out maybe Any she did what i did ran away you mean maybe i didn't mean that to sound accusatory no it's i did i did that's what i did that is also possible if we don't know she's dead it might be safe to assume she's still rumbling around somewhere in some capacity and you said my purple looks the same? It is a remarkably similar shade, but Because that all stems out of Alaricorp, as far as I can tell. Then that may be something to look into. But, just as easily, I've said that there is not always causation. I've seen spectrum of similar colors that were not affiliated, mm -hmm. that did not have crossover. It's a possibility, but not definitive. Hmm. Zidal's habits could prove detrimental to himself in the long run. Yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot. But he's just this new dude with some other dude maybe inside him. That's gotta fuck you up. That's gotta fuck you up. I've only got one me in well, that's not true, I guess, strictly speaking anymore. I got, I got. <laughs> Most Arrow experience flashes memories of events they were not present for can assist with knowledge. It often pertains to our specialties. Has he mentioned this to you? He's got dreams. And they're bad. Which would explain much. What do you mean? Coping mechanisms. Oh, well, yeah. They're not dissimilar. I mean, is this something I can actually help him with? Can... Perhaps. Is it something, like, does everybody... Do you guys all just know about it? About that kind of stuff? Inherently? Through that knowledge base? I think it's different for each of us. It rarely manifests in the same way. Sometimes it doesn't at all. It just depends on the individual. But like organic species, we have faults and flaws, coping mechanisms, personal failings that must be overcome through determination and willpower. So I think it is safe to say that you could assist him but I don't know what's wrong. That would be a question for him. It would be. I he just can't. haven't seen him. I know. It, it wasn't necessarily on purpose. I understand. I just didn't think he'd want to see me. <laughs> I can't speak to that either, but I will tell you to be careful about leaning on him too hard, both for your own support and for digging. As I've said, I don't know what his directives are. I don't know what he's been told or instructed. I just don't know. Should I just leave him alone? Should you? I don't... Would that be good for him? I don't know. Do you think he's doing himself any favors? You know him better than I do. I watch him, but I don't know him. It's important that I don't become invested in that sense. I have to remain objective, Athena. And right now, he's objectively failing himself. In some ways, at least. From what Zidal saw in my head, 
he knows that you're involved with my grandma to a certain extent. Nothing specific from today, obviously. But someone's got to tell him that his dreams aren't just a him problem. Someone that's an arrow and not me, because I could just misrepresent it, because I don't, I empirically don't understand, because it's not in my life experience. And I don't want to give him bad information or make him feel othered or for something that you guys apparently all have some facet of. Someone's got to talk to him about this, and I don't think it can be me. It would be suspicious if it was one of us. If he hasn't been told something, if he doesn't possess that information, there could be a reason. If he was created without it, it could be part of a greater directive. If one of us would introduce such information knowingly, that could cast concern on us for interfering where we would have no reason to. However, if another arrow or someone completely unrelated to us were to approach him about this and provide such information or any trusted source that couldn't be led back to a greater conspiracy, I see no reason that should not occur. Slugstone, got it. If you believe it can be trusted. <laughs> I do or manip- not. <laughs> or manipulated. I, I misspoke. Trust is not necessary to be a cat's paw. In fact, it's better to use someone unwitting. Well, I can tell you what. Not asking Anji about it. Not going to do that. I just, I, I know so few people who know about my junk, but I don't trust her to do any of that. She's capable, talented in many ways, but her demeanor and disposition can be fluid. That's a good goof. (laughs) Thank you. How did you guys meet? Was it after her big casino uh, whoopsie? I would say that would be the major tipping point, yes. Not all Arrow know one another. Obviously. I I understand that wasn't your implication, but I had no knowledge of who she was or what she did or anything like that before I met her. And I then, didn't know she was assigned as part of her job as an agent under you, like semi-watching, because she appears to watch. She just, you know, also shoots. Yes. Uh, no, she's not assigned in such a way, although there is crossover. So once it was clear that we had adjacent positions, there was some level of collaboration permitted and some level of subterfuge and utilization on my part. Was there more informational crossover before Dakira was you know, vanished. How do you mean? Like with, you know, your community interconnecting jobs. Again, it it depends on what the purposes are. My purpose was to watch on the surface. So there are not many arrows that are dispatched to perform such duties, but when crossover is necessary, when our duties intersect or can benefit one another, there is collaboration. But unless permanent assignments are designated such, it is temporary, and then we move on. Perhaps you would maintain contact, exchange information as permitted in the future. Business cards. Something like that. But there was... It felt as though there were greater cohesion at a higher level, that our leadership structure understood and knew what they were doing, but now they feel directionless, floundering. I can only surmise that Dakira had purpose in that direction, Hmm. or some greater control that wasn't apparent from the surface. This is all speculation, and the alloy is adamant that it is not necessary to provide additional information where they deem it is not required. It is generally best to not draw attention to oneself in such matters. It feels like they're kind of hanging you guys out to dry. Maybe that's true. Maybe that's why I don't trust them as much now. She just waggles a pointed finger at her while she's watching what they're doing in the ring. As you guys are talking at this point, you're watching another pair sparring, and in the background we can just hear them shouting at one another, but their voices are not amplified, testing out taunts or things like that. One of them charges towards the other, and they make a wide sweeping motion that careens them off their feet with a sheet of ice. They slide through another wall that smashes to pieces to the erupting laughter of all the onlookers that are down on the field with them. Practice is just a good time, you know? Well, if I can't help, I'm, I'm gonna. But if he's got a job to do, I guess I should just leave him to that, you know? Unless the job he's been given by a compromised political body is adverse to our own goals. 
Fuck. Indeed. He could be unwitting. It's impossible to know. It's unlikely that he would even know. He's young in his way, impressionable still. You can download a database into your mind, but have no practical experience. I have been thinking about a data jack. They're quite useful. I just have so much stuff and I don't read fast enough. You can assimilate information, but it still requires effort to sift through it. Well, yeah, but I mean, different kinds. True enough. So I, sh I shouldn't ask him about any of this. I, I did actually ask him before. I said you should be careful about how you approach it and don't lean on him too hard. And that you know him better than I do. I can only give you generalizations and direction, Athena. I can't make the choices for you, ultimately. That's up to you. But what I will tell you is that he could be an asset or he could be a danger. He could be on the edge. He could need your help. I don't know. Only you do. Just be cautious with how you approach these things. So I am nothing if not cautious. Indeed. She glowers at her new arm a little bit. <laughs> it's a lesson, you know. What did you learn from it? Uh, dodge. Practical enough. Don't trust Anji. I guess that could extend to just surround myself with better people. Mm, so you are growing. Look. I've been known to do that. You can grow. It doesn't mean you're headed in the right direction. Huh. Growth is becoming more. Becoming more than we are. It's a transformation, but it's not a straight line. Sometimes it's a... A crooked trunk or a jagged branch stuck out at a sharp angle. Life is very far from linear. I was a farmer. Before all of this, before things became even more complicated, when it was just a matter of feeding ourselves to live. Look at where we are now. Dangers around every turn, coming from every direction. As I told you, I watch below. I watch the tunnels. I do my best to coordinate efforts to make sure that nothing makes its way close enough to the city to arouse suspicion or to cause true problems. It has been manageable, but it has gotten far worse. You have seen what the hunter can do, in yeah. some aspects at least. So, if the Zadars have somehow used the hunter against the crystal or entwined them together, I don't know what it means. I only know that the hunter is trying, more than ever, to make its way to the city. I don't even know that. I don't know if that's really what it's doing, but it's more active. I mean, how easy would it be to claim a city that got cleared out by beasts? Quite simple. Olivier knew about Tuca's dad getting taken. That surprises both of them. And that certainly smacks of collusion. How else could she know something like that? Unless it was a lie. Could have been a lie, but she said he died like a coward, which seemed very targeted and made me very angry. Psychological warfare. Wordplay. Rubbing salt in a wound, so to speak. Tuca doesn't deserve that. Olivier feels she does. Maybe Olivier shouldn't have given her son purple eyes. And how would you feel if someone killed your grandmother? Bad! And she raises a hand. I'm not barking up a particular tree. Just barking. <laughs> I do that too. I understand. None of us is truly in the right. We're just in the right for our people. Just remember that everyone else has loved ones that they will do anything to protect. Not everyone, but many will. I don't know how many people Olivier has left, honestly. Then she could be quite unhinged. She could be. What does one have to live for when all of one's loved ones were taken from you? Uh, my money's on revenge. She fishes a couple cubes out of her pocket and puts them on the bench. As a symbolic gesture, she's going to put them back in her own pocket, but... <laughs> <laughs> she loves being dramatic. Of course. <laughs> wonder where she gets that. She tried to set me off at that interview I did. I don't think she knew it wouldn't work. That would have been bad. Out of character? I forgot about that. Until just now. <laughs> <laughs> she either has a vested interest in you or she's just playing with you. I don't know. We can try to track her down or lure her out. I could always have another very public engagement. 
well advertised with people in the wings this time. Laura, trap to draw her out. It's not a bad skeleton of a plan. I'm sure we can come up with some better stuff later. Get the whole team together once I get literally every other aspect of my life straightened out real quick. Well, if you wait that long, we'll all be dead. So work on one thing at a time. One thing at a time. Hey, everybody. Hello. Thanks for being here. Well, we're kind of on the way out now, too. So hello and goodbye. Hello and goodbye. But not quite yet. Music this week. Crockett and Wave Shaper. Correct. But also one of mine. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm, which one? The first one. But that'll be up on our patron-exclusive Discord. You can find us on patreon.com slash RPG for you and me. And you can join our patron-exclusive Discord server and come interact with all of our cool people. Hello, everyone. We have so many cool people now. Who are some of those cool people? Some of these cool people. You mean, like, Michael and Chase? Michael and Chase, yes. But we've also got Caleb Sunstead, Jackie Dapp, and Zach. Thank you, guys. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for being here with us. It's a pleasure having you. We're going to rewind and uh, jump back to music for a second because I did this all out of order. we didn't do it. Oh, no. You can find Crockett online at crockett.bandcamp.com and on Twitter at Crockett80s and Waveshaper, Waveshaper, the number one, dot bandcamp.com and Waveshaper underscore SWE on Twitter. Savage Worlds is owned by the Pinnacle Entertainment Group, and you can find them and their products online at peginc.com. P-E-G-I-N-C dot com. Perfect. You can find us online at rpg dot com, at rpg me on Twitter. And you can find me at UCTheHat. I just post mostly just drawings of Athenids at all because they live rent-free in my brain. Sorry if you expect a different content. <laughs> it's not there right now. <laughs> Giveaway for iTunes ratings and reviews still running till the end of July. You will not be counted if you only give us a rating because it doesn't tell me who you are if you do so. So if you want, I mean, if you want to just give us a, you know, a rating, that's very flattering. Very Thank flattering. You. But if you want to capitalize on that and be entered into a giveaway, just write us for a little, little review. I know it's I know it's like, ugh, who writes reviews, you know, unless they're Yelp and they're scathing about a food place you didn't just, like. Just do the caveman review. Just be like, show good, much like. <laughs> God, I hope I see one like that. Hey, yeah, you want to you wanna be the person who gives the caveman review? You get a special uh, upvote from me <laughs> <Yep>. mentally. <laughs> And if you win, I'll send you something extra. (laughs) (laughs) So that'll be up through the end of July, which is quickly approaching now. You're not quite halfway there. I don't know if there will be an episode next week, uh, just because I've been feeling a little sick. We're getting back into the office. And what that means for me personally, a person with D4 vigor, is I'm just going to be sick for a while, I think. So hopefully episode next week, but maybe episode two weeks. We'll have to see on that one, we'll, gang. We'll get you that content as often as we're able to. A little bit of a transitionary period right now. It's it's just change. It is what it is. I uh, hope everybody out there is still staying safe. Be good to yourselves. Be good to everybody else. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. Have some outtakes. See you guys. Bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? It reminds me of Stevens having the sex talk with the kid. <laughs> now listen, here's it all. Now listen, here's it all. Uh, uh, you, know, you ever have dreams? You know what I mean, boy? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, sometimes, I guess, we all have dreams. Yeah, sometimes dreams have a greater meaning. Your mind keeps working while you're asleep, you know? You know what I mean? Does that make sense to you? Uh, you gotta work through the day's junk, Sure, you know? yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> but wait, wait, there's more. She looks up at the sky and just sees some moths fluttering That's around. She's like, like well. Yeah. <laughs> we hear the ghost of a. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So intimidating <laughs> for like 20 minutes. Wait till he uses the growth power and then he becomes Tallerishi. Into a circle, he's Ballerishi. Regularly Smallerishi. When he's in a wind, he's Squallerishi. <laughs> or I guess he's Squallerishi because he doesn't have any money. If he's yelling, he's holler, Rishi. <laughs> I cannot pull up docs on my phone anymore. So oh, it doesn't let you do anything. Damn. Almost do you have your iPad. Yes, it's fine. That that was the tipping point for me. Every time I lost a piece of functionality, I was like, okay, I can work around this. I can work around this. <laughs> so you're like the alloy. You're like, we don't need this whole lady. 
Yep. Let's see here. That's when I lost Discord. <laughs> Literal Discord. Leans back on the bench, folds her hands over her laps. <laughs> her laps. <laughs> I would like to take this moment to point out that they all have blue color schemes. Oh, no. No, that wasn't lost on me. <laughs> Make you play Cressida in flashbacks. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> I was just really getting forward to get, you know, knowing her a little better. You were getting forward? I was, yep, I was getting forward. <laughs> of course not. You think they would put her on the train as a standard passenger? Yes, I'm not a mastermind. That probably makes more logical sense. Oh. <laughs> Of course there's record of them leaving the city. <laughs> you can see how I did that. I just changed it up on you. There. It was good. Ah. <laughs> just needs to be different enough from this. Yeah. Bullet points. Bang, bang. Pointed away from me. <laughs> I feel like Athena's having one of those moments like... uh. Fry being like, I have a headache with pictures. <laughs> <laughs> An idea? <laughs> mm -hmm. uh. 